Welcome to the Age of Organizational Effectiveness. This is a podcast that explores stories about organizations and their performance, not just for themselves, but for the common good as well. I'm your host, Charles Chandler. Today, we're at episode number 116, and I'm calling it the management technology that your organization needs. As a footnote, much of today's content was originally released in May 2017 as episode 65. At the end of today's episode, however, I will reflect on the fact that this is the fifth anniversary of the start of the podcast. Stay tuned for that. But for now, on with the show. The management technology that your organization needs. A technology is the application of scientific knowledge for practical purposes. When it comes to management technologies that can be used to guide the overall performance of an organization, new ones appear very rarely. One was introduced in 1911 by an American engineer, Frederick Winslow Taylor. Taylor's technology, often called Taylorism, attempted to improve the efficiency of industrial firms. Taylor invented what he called task analysis or task management later called scientific management in his book by the same name. At the time, Taylor's methods were meant to increase the productivity of unskilled manual workers by improving the efficiency of their tasks using time and motion studies, thus increasing the efficiency of the firm in the process. Today, we know these methods as part of industrial engineering. The principles of scientific management were extended from industrial firms to other firms of the time by Henry Fayol in 1916. Today, Fayol's 14 principles of management are widely known, and his six elements of management, forecasting, planning, organizing, commanding, coordinating, and controlling, still serve as an underlying core of management practice. While Fayol considered organizations to be largely closed systems, This would have been consistent with the drive for internal efficiency improvements that dominated early management thought. Efficiency is an internal measure which compares the ratio of outputs, such as products and services, to resource inputs. Over a century has passed since Taylor and Fayol published their works. Looking back over the decades, Peter Drucker credited the management principles of Frederick Winslow Taylor with a 50-fold increase in the productivity of manual work during the 20th century, an increase upon which rested, he noted, all the economic and social gains of the times. The improved productivity of the manual worker created what is now called a developed economy. Taylor's principles can be seen in the widespread application of equipment in production processes to allow workers to become more efficient and productive. As Taylor was the father of industrial engineering, Taylorism foreshadows and embraces all the techniques that have served over the years to improve efficiency of the worker and the quality of the end product. Despite its success, Taylorism focused on internal efficiency improvements alone and did not focus on how well the organization was serving its external environment, including its customers. That brings me to the new management technology that I want to focus on today. Unlike Taylorism, this new technology aims to improve the overall effectiveness of the organization rather than its internal efficiency. It deals with how well an organization serves its external environment, including its customers and other stakeholders. 
organizational effectiveness has been the missing holy grail of management thought. It was given up for dead and labeled as an unworkable concept by scholars in the mid-1980s. That was because none of the prominent models that described effectiveness at the time could be verified in the field through direct observation. That situation has potentially changed, however, with the publication of a new book, Become Truly Great, Serve the Common Good Through Management by Positive Organizational Effectiveness. Spoiler alert, that happens to be my book. The book introduces a new model for organizational effectiveness that can be verified in the field by direct observation. It also turns out that positive organizational effectiveness is the engine of greatness. Let me be clear about what I'm discussing here. Organizations utilize many different technologies for different purposes within their production processes, but... I'm limiting my discussion of management technology to that which is used to judge the overall performance of the organization. The question of organizational effectiveness has long been recognized as being at the very center of this issue. When it comes to judging the overall performance of the organization, current management technology is not reliable. Most organizations use the goal model, wherein the organization is judged to be effective if it achieves its goals. Even advocates of the goal model admit that not all goals are created equal, and few would argue that all goals relate to organizational effectiveness. Often, goal setters are simply admonished to set clear goals with the emphasis on clarity. Another framework for goal setting calls for smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. But it's not sufficient to set goals based on so-called smart criteria, as these criteria do not ensure effectiveness. The problem with organizational effectiveness has always been the need to define the concept in a way that would allow its verification in the field through direct observation. Until now, that had proved to be elusive. The new technology I'm describing is called Management by Positive Organizational Effectiveness and it allows organizations to determine their effectiveness through a well-defined process that is verified in the field through direct observation. The new approach departs from the goal model, which has remained dominant in the daily practice of management around the world, but with limited success. Many people are familiar with management by objectives, which is based on the goal model. The goal model serves an aging and largely top-down bureaucratic reality. Let's call it last-century technology. It's not reliable because it accepts arbitrary goals that may not be related to effectiveness, including such things as profit and shareholder value. Management by positive organizational effectiveness uses a new model called the Outcome Focus Model to determine effectiveness. Within this model, the goal of every organization is the same. That is, to be effective within its environment. Yet effectiveness does not operate here at the level of the organization as a whole. It operates just below that at the level of its individual offerings to the environment. As such, efforts to improve organizational effectiveness focus on an organization's portfolio of offerings that serve its environment. The new management approach defines effectiveness as the conversion of the supply-side intentions of an organization into favorable demand-side responses in the external environment.
Results chains are used to describe the linkage between inputs and outputs on the supply side and outcomes and impacts on the demand side. The strength of expected outcome level behaviors can be observed directly to verify effectiveness. The new model focuses the attention of the organization on its external interface with its customers and stakeholders and is encouraged to be in tune with the immediate and future needs of these actors. The focus on expected external outcomes changes the way that outputs are designed and delivered because internal actors come to realize that outputs of the organization, including its product and service offerings, are simply waste without the achievement of expected outcomes, such as the favorable demand-side behaviors of uptake adoption or use of those offerings. Many organizations are still driven by inappropriate objectives that promote efficiency rather than effectiveness. This can lead to false positive indicators of effectiveness where true effectiveness may not exist. An outcome-focused organization avoids these problems by focusing its objectives on expected external outcomes, that is, on the behavior of external actors who can adopt and use its offerings. While Taylor's scientific management increased firm performance and manual worker productivity by increasing task efficiency, management by positive organizational effectiveness converts an organization's offerings into relevant demand-side responses through the management of benefit exchanges at the supply-demand interface. If you're still using the goal model in business, and continue to focus your primary goals on maximization of profit or shareholder value, you need this new technology. In fact, every organization needs it because it can be applied to government and nonprofits as well. This episode has provided a brief explanation of the new technology to manage organizational performance, one that every organization needs. The approach is described in more detail in the book I have mentioned, Become Truly Great for which there is a link in the show notes. Before I go, let me note that it was five years ago that the Age of Organizational Effectiveness podcast began. That was in February of 2016. A lot has changed in the world since then, but the podcast, not so much. In the 115 episodes that have been produced in the last five years, I've taken you along with me as we visited eight local organizations in Texas including an airport, an arts center, a winery, a historical museum, a city government agency delivering water supply and sewerage services, a hotel, a library, and a university. I've interviewed 15 authors with books relevant to our podcast topic. I've also talked with five entrepreneurs who described their journey for us. And finally, one philosopher. In addition, I produced 48 episodes myself on a variety of relevant topics, many of which contributed to my 2017 book, Become Truly Great, and a companion course. Along the way, I've had a few encore episodes as well. I hope to continue this podcast as long as listeners stay engaged. Drop me a note to let me know what you would like to hear more of, or perhaps less of. I love to learn what you're up to and how I can serve you better. And that's all for today. Join us again next time when we'll hear more stories about organizations and their performance, not just for themselves, but for the common good. 
I'm your host, Charles Chandler, saying so long for now.